Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! Acelera Williams, tiene el primer 10, escapa a la 20, a la 10, touchdown, Damien Williams. Oh, Damien Williams peut être plié l'affaire avec oh, cette course qui va jusqu'au touchdown. Damien Williams runs to immortality in Chiefs Kingdom. Get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome to the Our Heads Abroad podcast. It's Duncan Smart hosting here. And I am joined by Neil. How are you doing, Neil? I'm good, thanks, Duncan. Yourself? I'm very well. And Tomo, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks, mate. Cheers. Good. It's been a, a while since we, we got together. Um, I guess a lot's happened and not a lot's happened. Um, hmm. uh, training camp is done. And I think well, my key takeaway from seeing some of the other teams... Um, What's going on with them is that no news is good news as far as the Chiefs are concerned. There seems to be no injuries, no disasters. Um, seems to be full steam ahead for the uh, for the first game of the season, which is um, counting on my fingers nine days away. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Thursday next week. Excellent. I mean, it, um, it felt like we'd never get here at one point. I have to admit, it's kind of snuck up on us, like because. We were just saying before we started recording here, like that it's been so quiet with no preseason that I, don't, I actually only just realised that the first game's next week. You know, the the lack of preseason has really thrown me on this, and I haven't been able to kind of really get excited about it. It's just it's just been another weird thing about twenty twenty. Yeah, I agree. I when when the preseason basically got cancelled, I thought that. The week before, or whatever, it was nine days out, I thought I'd be so excited for this first game. And to be honest, I think because you haven't had the pre-season, it's actually... Uh, I haven't got as much hype as I thought I would have. I'm, I'm waiting for it to kick in. Mm. I think I think the day before it'll start to kick in, we realise we're going to have proper football coming back. Yeah, I mean, I, I, first of all, I was mostly annoyed that we were robbed of Anthony Sherman arriving to camp. <laughs> uh, I mean that, that's I mean that's the that's when you know that uh, the countdown is on, um, and yeah, I mean it's been weird. I guess as we were just saying that like uh, I think all the kind of usual reporters and coverage that you that you would expect from the camps hasn't been there. I think they've there's talk that um, you know they're banned from tweeting and social media and whatever of. Um, you know, during certain drills or certain times of the day or whatever. So that kind of constant stream of just little clips of all sorts of, you know, all sorts of little individual plays and that sort of stuff has been, um, just hasn't been there. And I guess it's been very much controlled by the, the individual teams, which means it's a stream of positive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, really difficult to to get a gauge on where the teams are, and particularly with, with no pre-season games. Um, you know, I guess we really are kind of just gonna gonna wing it. I guess. Well, I was reading earlier about some uh, rookie defensive tackle who's almost a lock to make the roster. I'd never heard of him. I'd never even heard his name mentioned until this point um, in in any of the stuff that I had read about training camp. So, kind of players like that have really been the team's been able to keep them under wraps. You know, you could probably stash a few players in your practice squad that you like because no one else has seen them. No one knows what they can do. Yeah, and and I, the the only real content that I've been able to see is the Chiefs did one practice right, that was live streamed, and then basically the rest that I've seen from in terms of training camp is is hard knocks, which has been like the most boring thing <laughs> to watch because nothing's happening. The hard knocks is about twenty minutes of the guys just standing around on the side, so I, I wonder how much is actually getting done. Because they're only allowed a certain amount of padded practices as well, aren't they? So, I mean, it, it bodes well for us bringing so many people back because hopefully they can just just pick up where they left off with a familiarity. But I don't know what teams like the Chargers are going to do when you've got a rookie quarterback there. I think they are just going to have to... It looks like Tyrod Taylor's going to be their guy for a while. 
Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of really positive noises coming around about about him. I mean, I guess that's to be expected. They're not going mm. to um, they're not going to yeah, throw him under the proverbial this early. But no, I, I haven't. I have to admit, I've not really watched Hard Knocks. I saw a couple of clips of it, and most of it was Aaron Donald standing, <laughs> standing naked. Away, looking like a, <laughs> looking like a Greek god. Uh, and I decided that I don't need I don't need to see that to already feel to feel even more inadequate about myself. Um, mm. I, I just there's not really any. I don't really find any. There's not there's no compelling stories in either teams. I don't think there's none of those pre-season guys that's had it like. Uh, was it last year that there was a running back I think for the Bills that was from the UK and he he popped a really big run and that just little storylines like that get you through the pre-season and at the moment we just don't know anything at all just... no I think I think you're right I mean um, we're not going to like I say it's been a while since we since we spoke and there's been uh, dribs and drabs of various bits of news coming out for the Chiefs most of it's contract related really I mm. guess um, I can't fully remember the last time that we I'd had a few beers actually last time we spoke <laughs> that maybe explains a bit of it but I think it was long after uh, Chris Jones had signed uh, yeah obviously we've got um, Travis Kelsey's now mm-hmm. uh, extended his deal for f- four or five more years and even, and even um, was it overnight tonight overnight last night sorry uh, certainly for us Andy Reid and Brett Veach have added another six years I six. think yeah, six or signed for a s- six more years mm-hmm. Um I mean, like I say, that's just it's just a stream of stream of positive news coming out. Um, certainly around the team building uh, side of things for the Chiefs. Continuity is a wonderful thing right now. You know, if, the more we can keep together over the next, because realistically, like our window is the next two or three years to start with. Kind of all all the top players are under contract for the next couple of years. And we have a really, really good chance in the next couple of years. So the more they can keep together, the better. Veach has done a, a miraculous job in the off-season of turning $177 into oh, more than half a billion, put it that way. And um, Andy Reid, you know, he's Andy Reid. He's exactly what you need in times like this. A nice, level-headed, steady guy who's been there, done it and knows the score. So uh, long contracts for everyone, absolutely. Very happy, very happy. Yeah, I totally echo what you're saying. They've all contributed so much, um, and we're we're in such an unreal place at the moment. Uh, it, it, it you don't want to say this, but the situation that has arisen is perfect for the Chiefs to repeat what they did last year. I I don't think any other team can be as prepared as we are in terms of we've got what. Our rookies need to incorporate, and that's, that's pretty much pretty much it. And we're ready to go. It's you could trot out almost the same team on offense and defense. There's only a few minor changes, isn't there? You could argue the offense is actually better than last year's yeah. because the the guard, right guard, what's his name, um, begins with O. Uh, he's potentially a, oh, an oh, upgrade on. Yes, he's um, potentially an upgrade on Doctor Larry. And then mm. you've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at running back, who's potentially an upgrade on Williams. Would have Isn't likely that, taken his place anyway. Yeah, and apart from that, everybody else is the same. So you, you could make a pretty strong argument the offense is even better than last year. Yeah, I, I think that was the one thing that I nagged about last year was that I disliked our running backs. <laughs> Ever since Kareem Hunt's gone, I haven't particularly liked what we had back there. And I know we've said all along that it doesn't really matter too much. But I think... With what Clyde brings, I, I, it's it's going to bring a whole other dimension to our offense, and I do, I can't wait to see it. I I honestly can't wait to see Clyde play. Would you would you take a four million punt on Leonard Fournette? No. no, for a season. No, no, not to. I mean, I guess the only the only case you've really got is to that assuming that we can click on offense, jump out into big leads. He he really he would help you control the game, control the clock, mm-hmm. I guess, which is maybe something that the Andy Reid has been, has has faltered on slightly in the past. Yeah, I, mean, I can what... see, I can see them tossing a load of dump offs to Edward Hilaire and like, just set, send three guys vertical and Kels kind of an intermediate route and let some linebacker try and cover Edward Hilaire. 
d quick dump off, five yard gain. Thank you very much. It'd be like a running game, kind of like a West Coast offense ish, but without lots of intermediate routes. Just send everyone deep and just keep drum dumping it off, and you could kill the clock that way fairly comfortably. I would have thought. I felt like um, Andy didn't call as many screens last year as he has in the past. I'm intrigued to see if he brings those back with a pass-catching running back and see if Clyde can make something happen, make a guy miss. Because I, I know he killed one game with a with a screen a screen pass on third down, which I think it was the Ravens, the Oyster game, like that. I'm intrigued to see if he, um, if he brings screen passes back as well. Um, that could be could be another route he could use. I just don't... I, just, I don't... I've kind of I, a long time. I was the guy that every time someone got released, I'd be like Chiefs, 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 and I feel like now I'm in a comfortable place where we don't have to sign every single player that gets released from a team or is available for trade. I think I'm quite happy with what they've got, and I don't think they need to necessarily go out and get a guy like Lemon, Leonard Fournette necessarily. I would agree. Just he has he he ticks a lot of the the Brett Veach box boxes in that he's a first round pick that perhaps mm. yeah. needs a kick up the proverbial just a fresh to start maybe kick start his career um, I mean not all of them have paid off Darren Lee uh, a couple mm. of years ago mm. you know it's, it's not like Breach is just uh, Breach is hitting them um, hitting bullseyes every time but you're not expecting to when you're taking punts like that like it, it's a bit of a crapshoot and if you get one in three who's a good contributor you've probably done reasonably well uh, and if you're giving up like fourth round picks kind of region would he give it we gave it fifth for lee wasn't it then you can kind of go yeah well you're all right with mm. that if you burn a fifth round pick and don't get anything out of it what would you've got one from one anyway possibly not a great deal either so uh, I, I, I i'm very happy for him to take those chances but i just don't think Fournette is something we need at the moment do you know what? If he wants to do it, he can. Do you know any all of those guys have earned the more and more than enough respect to just go. If if they want to do it, I'm fully on board with what they want to do. I don't necessarily think we need him. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, but the, I think there's a definite case to say that uh, Darrell Williams never he didn't exactly let us down any time he was given the ball last year. So mm. you know he's probably he's probably earned a shot to to be number two. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. Speaking of, of players, the last I guess the last comment on on training camp is uh, you know any or going into the season maybe any any concerns any um, weaknesses or holes that we've got in the roster. Um, cornerback. Cornerback by far and away, biggest concern, biggest weakness. Uh, I hope the pass rush is good because if it isn't, we could have trouble. Mm. The only other thing that I'd add to that is. Um, I know the guys at uh, Arrowhead Pride have been. They did their uh, training camp recap, and they were saying that um, Willie Gay hasn't in that live stream. He wasn't getting reps with the first team, which is concerning because the linebacking coverage isn't isn't all that great either. So if he's not ready to go, then <laughs> yeah, you you're relying on your pass rush getting home and your secondary doing a lot of miracle work as they did last year and hopefully it looks like Thornhill seems to be trending in the right direction so hopefully he'll be back relatively relatively soon because we, we may well need him if Willie Gay's not ready to go and the cornerbacks look as they do yeah so in the early doors well Breland has four games suspension I think yeah four games mm. uh, and th those four games being Texans Chargers Ravens and Patriots like that that's a tough first four to start the season yeah yeah you're leaning hard on guys who haven't haven't played a lot of football really? Um, Rashad Fenton, Jarius uh, Sneed, Sneed here. Bo uh, Pete Keys is supposed to be doing okay, but I mean, <laughs> it's like say like Dungan said, it's training camp, isn't it? So, but at least they're training against the best offense in the league. Oh well, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> that, that's the one consolation I'll take from <laughs> yeah. that there. Yeah, you know exactly. That. Yeah, I think I think we we, we tweeted something out over the last season. I think it was. Tyler Matthew talking about how hard his trading reps are. Hmm. Like iron sharpens iron. Irons are, that's exactly it. Iron, yeah, you know, yeah. If you can, if you can keep up with with Tyreek Hill, um, and Michael Hardman in, in practice, then come game day, you're 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 set to go. I think. 
So anyway, uh, I guess our um, moving on from the news, our, our reason for getting together this week um, was just a we already mentioned throwing darts, but we're just going to throw some shit at a wall and see what sticks with some predictions for the year. Um, as we said, uh, uh, content and swatting up material has been thin on the ground, so these are going to be as ill-informed and um, potluck as you're used to us from us, I guess. Um, well, I guess we'll, we'll start with the Chiefs, um, and, and we've, we've spoken about players and we've, we've mentioned some names already, but who do you think is going to be the, the breakout star for the Chiefs this year could be a rookie could just be someone who's been sitting on the depth chart for, for for a year but who are you most looking forward to seeing uh, I'll go first uh, my breakout player is going to be Ben Neiman um, because mm. I I think we're going to need depth at linebacker and I think it would appear that he's been getting quite a few reps with the ones and I think there's a good chance he's going to play a lot and we're probably going to need to play him well so I'm going to pin my hopes on the fact that he is going to play well um, and he's going to be my breakout player yeah. um, I'm going to go for I'd, I'd say Clyde's going to be unreal right and I think he's going to be far and away the the best newcomer but I'm going to go for Legereus Sneed because he's in a similar boat as Neiman where he's going to be forced to play a lot of snaps especially early on um, and it's going to be a bit of sink or swim for him uh, and I just think as long as he, he at the end of the day he's going to have to play the first four games I'd imagine so as long as he can get through them learn from them I think that he's going to go from strength to strength I think I'm going to go offence and I'm going to say Byron Pringle <laughs> uh, not Greg Dieter. No, I mean I've got a massive like I've got a massive. I, I'm the one man Gaelic Dieter fan club. I, I just think he's he just he just seems like a really good dude, right? And uh, like I've said before, if he scores a touchdown, I'll get I'll get a a, a Dieter jersey. Um, something tells me he may just miss the roster uh, purely because we've we've brought back all the all the. Um, all the receiving core, and I think given the fact that we, well, we'll, we'll be, I guess it's pretty much nailed on that Sammy Watkins is, this is his last year with us, mm. um, Demarcus Robson signed a, a cheap one-year deal, and you know he's got an opportunity to make a lot of money elsewhere, I would imagine. Um, he could certainly play higher up a depth chart than other teams, but I, I can just, I can see us phasing guys like Byron Pringle into the game more as, as the season goes on, give them more more looks um, and I quite like what I see from him I think he looks he's, he's hardy um, he gets uh, I called him pinball Pringle a couple of times last year he seems able to, to take a shot on the ground was it was it the Colts game that he had a really big catch and run near the end and it, and I think that's what you're on about where he got pinballed about yeah. and he managed to bounce towards like the three yard line or something yeah he just, he just, yeah, he he just looks, looks tough. the security ball security really good um I think he's he's something that we don't really have like a big physical receiver, as opposed to the guys that are just lightning quick on the ground. Kind of like an old school possession receiver. Yeah, and we kind of don't. Um, we we lean really heavy on Travis Kelsey in the in the in the red zone. Um, and maybe we just need someone else, who's just a little bit more of that sort of short yardage. Um, you know, threat just to just to I guess just. Keep the um, keep the defenses honest. Um, maybe open up some space for some other guys uh, when, when we get that close. It's a good, it's a good, um, good suggestion. To I be mean, fair. saying that, I think he's also in the bubble to not make the cut. It depends how they, you know, um, like you said, there's guys that we've never even heard of who are apparently locks for the, you know, for the 53-man team. Um, I think the good thing for for guys like this is, and we were chatting about this in our WhatsApp group is that the, the practice squad rules have changed this year, so you get more guys on it. The, they can be um they can be veteran players and you can kind of put a like a like a designation on four of them, I think, is it? That you can so you can yeah. they, they effectively can't get poached off your off your squad. So if there's a guy that you want for next year, um you can kind of pose him away on the 
on the practice squad uh, without worrying that um, he's going to end up playing against you by the end of the season. You don't have to do the mystery injury reserve where he <laughs> sprained a fingernail or something and that's him done for the year. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a good idea to get a look at Byron Pringle because we are going to be looking at new wide receivers next next year with, you'd imagine, Robinson and Watkins going. So they definitely need to know whether Pringle can handle it because you need to know whether we're going to need to draft one or look at free agency when it comes to it, if they both go. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll deal with this when it when it comes. But yeah, like you think that the draft next year, the college football is just decimated. You know, it could just be, God knows what's going to happen then. Well, you the know, the could... LSU receiver is is it? I can't remember his first name, but it's Chase, is it? He's supposed to be really really good, like one of the best receivers, and he's opted out. So does didn't does... he opt out and declare for the draft already? So if he's declared didn't, didn't for the draft. That... Like, at what point are you taking him? Are you taking him on his? You know, he's not gonna. He's gonna have a year out of football. I just, I just don't know how it works again. Well, pretty well, much everyone's gonna have a year out. Well, of football, yeah, I guess so. yeah, I it. suppose. Yeah. A mock draft next year could be fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tune in to find we're, out. We're generally just picking names at that point, aren't we? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, next prediction. Uh, stick with the Chiefs. Let's let's call the Chiefs record. The the regular season record. Um, my my colours are on the master this one so uh, Tom will you go first go on Neil I need to think about it I haven't haven't had a I haven't had a think yet Um, I'm going to go assuming Mahomes plays the season and doesn't miss any time I'm going 13 and 3 with losses at the Ravens at the Bills and at the Saints okay I'm going to go 11 wins because I worry about the cornerbacks and the offensive line. If you have any COVID or injury issues in either of those places, I have no idea who's starting, (laughs) if I'm totally honest. I have no idea who you're bringing in to start in those positions. So I think it might be a situation where the league's a lot closer together um, but on the say, on the other hand, they could also just absolutely storm the whole thing because they're the only team that's bringing everybody back, and the continuity. If they can stay healthy, they, as Duncan said a million times, they could just they could just go and beat an all year. I think it's a hard year to do that though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one of these guys who's a constant homer and thinks that we're just going to sweep everything before us. But I think 16 and on. I've got a financial interest in doing it. <laughs> um, it's not a big one, but I've got a, I've got I've got a tenner on on us going sixteen and zero, which pays for Kansas City twenty one if it uh, if it comes through. And I know it's unlikely, um, and I know it's what's it's what one been done once, it's eighties seventies out of the Niners, um, the Dolphins, sorry, Dolphins, uh, yeah. way 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 back when. So I know I know how unlikely it is, but. Uh, that was my early call. I'm sticking with it. But like I say, there are. I think the um, the schedule's sneaky hard. I think it's not. It's not like it's hmm. a constant grind. But like you say, you've got to wait to the Ravens, wait the Bills, wait the Saints, um, wait the Bucks that potentially could be. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, there's. I think there's some sneaky hard games in there. Um, and. As we'll talk about in a minute, everyone in our division seems to be better than they were. Um, so, uh, by no means am I saying am I going to be di- well? I'll be disappointed if we don't win. Uh, but um, by no means will I'm not going to be surprised if it turns into twelve or thirteen either. I think that, like you say, you're only one or two coronavirus. What should we call them? Mishaps away from an eight, being an eight and eight team and missing the playoffs. Mm. Um, could go either way. Well, um, just a bit of information: the Chiefs didn't claim Leonard Fournette because he's passed through waivers unclaimed. Okay, so he's yeah. a free agent. <laughs> Doesn't look like we wanted him. Breaking news. Yeah, bit of breaking news. Excellent. Yeah, uh, that was just like when we had uh, Therese on with the uh, was it Chad Henney, Matt Moore, the Matt Moore signing news. Exciting, exciting. <laughs> And speaking of exciting, let's uh, let's call the AFC West. Right, so 
we're all agreed the the Chiefs are winning. Yes. yes. Uh, Neil, who have you got runners up? I'm gonna go with Denver. Um, I I think their defense is still all right, but I think their offense could be sneaky good, if, uh, and it's a big if if um, Drew Locke plays well. That I think he's got some good weapons around him now. Um, Cortland Sutton's a beast. Um, Hamler is it? Ham yeah, KJ Hamler. Um, yeah. And then the guy they drafted. Yeah. yeah, the other one they drafted high as well. They, no they, offense, a good player. Yeah, no offense, a good player. If their offensive line can keep him upright long enough to find them, I think Denver could be eight and eight, maybe a little better. Yeah. Tom, I'd. I'd have to agree with the Broncos. I think, exactly as you said, they've got a nice pass rush. They've got... Um, is it, what is that wide receiver? Is Jerry Judy? Is that right? Yeah. The wide receiver they've got as well. Yeah. I think Drew Locke's exciting. I'm I'm not sure how good he's going to be, but I imagine he's going to be better than Derek Carr. So that's where I'm going to base my logic. That's about as good as mine was. <laughs> no, I, had, I, was I had a toss on this. I just... I, I, I would have gone Broncos as well, and I was. I think it's going to go one of two ways. Either the Broncos are kind of going to be like the Chargers from a couple of years ago, in that they're just going to be good enough to keep the Chiefs very honest for the to the end of the season. They'll get double figure wins. This that you know we won't have the division wrapped up until into sort of November December. You know they'll just keep us honest, or the division's going to be nowhere near as good as people think it is, and. The Chiefs are the only playoff team in the league, uh, in the division. Um, I can't quite, I can't quite decide. I um haven't, I can't say that I've looked at the schedules for all of the AFC West teams. But if their schedule is anything like ours, it's going to be tough for them though. If they've got to play teams like the Saints and the Raiders, well, they, they, they do because be, our, our common common opponents would be Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Jets, Patriots. Um, who else have we got in there? I'm just, just trying to look. Bills, Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. They've got they've got to play um, the Steelers away. They've got the Bucks at home. They've got the Patriots. So yeah, they've they, they, they've got a tough. I mean, they've got to play us twice as well, which isn't going to help. They have got the Saints as well. Yeah, the Bills. It's, it, it it is a tough. A I just think with teams yeah yeah, with with Patrick Mahomes, it, it gives us a little bit of an edge over some of those some of those really good teams. But you're relying on Drew Locke away to try and unpick that Steelers defense, which looks nasty this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot on on Drew Locke's shoulders, isn't it? That. So, who have you got for third then, Tom? Um, the Raiders. I've, I I don't want to give away our next category, which I believe you're going to go to, which is the um, the bold predictions. Yeah. Can I can I jump the gun? Yeah. I think the I think the Chargers are gonna have a top ten pick. And I could have gone I could have gone top probably seven, top six, top seven. I think with their injuries and I don't understand their quarterback situation really either. Like I don't I, I, is Tyra Taylor all of a sudden an unbelievable quarterback? I don't I don't really understand what's happened. Is he is he good now? Because I think he's he's alright in their system. <laughs> hmm. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen him play yeah. their system. So what is their system? <laughs> like, I don't know. I I, I just uh, I don't believe any of the hype. It's odd because if they're doing the, I want to say the Smith Mahomes model. It, it, it's it's not like we invented that, but you know you've got then a, an experienced hand there for a year to bring a guy through. I'm not sure Tyra Taylor's a guy. No, no, no. He's still looking. He's still looking for a starting job. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, what were you, are you are you Raiders then Chargers as well? No, I'm Chargers then Raiders. I think the Chargers defense will be enough to to keep them in enough games to get enough wins to be better than the Raiders. Um, the Raiders are kind of a bit that they're, they're potentially good, but they've got Derek Carr at quarterback, and I, c- I can't get beyond that. I don't think their defense is particularly great and they've got Derek Carrick quarterback so as a combination that's less to me than the Chargers having a good defence and Tyra Taylor slash Justin Herbert whenever that may happen 
Here's a here's a naughty question. For what week does Derek Carr lose his job? Hmm. I, I'm not. I think that is a very good question because I Ten. think he likes Mariota. I I think he'll want to see him. Mid season, mid about week nine or ten. When the uh, the Raiders are like three and five, three and six, somewhere around there. And will um, we see both Carr brothers cry on television on the same <laughs> night when that happens? No, because they'll block everyone from watching yeah. it. Did you see? Uh, I hadn't actually delved into the sort of meat of the article, but Tom Childs, um, formerly of this parish. Uh, to yeah. the, the um, extract from like, the NFL I'm using air quotes here experts MVP picks uh, no. one vote Derek Carr Jesus from his brother <laughs> um, not vote uh, one like pick tip whatever he's consistent uh, I'll give him oh, well exactly he's, he has uh, yeah exactly he's not deviating from his stick that's for sure yeah. do you want some more breaking news that's relevant Go on, then. Um, Raiders wide receiver Tyrell Williams has been placed on injured reserve. His season's over. Okay. So that makes the Raiders slightly less good. Slight, slightly less good as well. So I might. I just think, let's just put them both on five wins. I mean, this is where my my sixteen win thing is starting to be based on. I mean, it's luck, but they're just not getting that news out. The Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. You know we're 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 really lucky at the moment, and touch wood, um, that that continues. But we're not seeing the guys. I mean, admittedly, we I mean our guys that um that have opted out uh, for coronavirus are um are starters. Um, so we've lost we've lost some strength there, but we're just we're, um the stars are aligning for us. Um, and I don't want to get too excited and use the D word, but um you never know. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go on to some even less informed league-wide predictions. Uh, maybe starting with a team that everyone thinks will surprise, and that'll be either good or bad. So, Tommy, you think it's the? I think the Chargers are going to yeah. be awful. Yeah, I, I, this may be totally because it's pretty much the only NFL content that you can get at the moment from Hard Knocks. The Rams look okay. Um, McVeigh seems cool. Goff seems cool. Aaron Donald looks cool. Um, all of their lifestyles look unreal. Jalen Ramsey seems cool too. So I'm, I'm fine with them. The only other team in that program is the Chargers. And to me, Anthony Lynn looks pissed off a, like, a lot of the time. And he had a go at his coaches. Um, no, sorry, his coaches, his wide receiver coach was digging into their wide receivers for not blocking, saying that none of them are going to play. So they... Uh, from what it sounds like, they've got no wide receivers that want to block, um, which isn't the key um, attribute for a for a wide receiver, but it helps. Um, and they they seem to be concerned about both of the quarterbacks in terms of communications. Uh, probably less so about Tyrod Taylor, but um, Justin Herbert doesn't seem to be vocal by all accounts. So I could see them deciding to have a look at Justin Herbert when they're uh, you know 500 record or less than 500 record halfway through the season and I could see Justin Herbert being very very average so I'm going to say that the Chargers are going to be a top 10 pick again next year are they going to end up in that um, cycle oh no my mind has gone blank is it the Cardinals that keep drafting the quarterbacks really high <laughs> they're moving them on you know you yeah. get, kind of, you're stuck on that treadmill where you're just you can't you can't settle the guy and then your team just disintegrates and all of a sudden you're just mired in mediocrity and everyone's streets ahead of you. Yeah, I mean I think they're all just I think they're all chasing the Chiefs in our division. Um and I I can see why they've drafted a quarterback but it, I I don't I, I, I how can you say I don't, I don't I haven't seen anything about Justin Herbert so I don't know but I from what you can see on on hard knocks, it's not like it doesn't look like he's tearing it up. But would you be able to even tell if he was? I don't, I don't know. So, bottom line, you heard it here first. The Chargers will not, and I repeat, will not win the division. <laughs> I'll put some money on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah you, who's your who's your who's your team to to surprise either way? 
my surprise good team, uh, and I'm sure people have said this before, but the Cleveland Browns, mm. I think, are going to win their division over the Ravens and the Steelers and the Bengals. Uh, their offense has some real potential if, and it's a big, 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 big if, if Baker Mayfield can get it together. I think they have some pretty good options there. They have a decent offensive line by the sound of it. Uh, I think they're potentially a very good team. And it wouldn't surprise me if that division in particular was an absolute car crash and you know teams are taking games off each other left, right and centre and enough was taken off the Ravens for the Browns to clinch it. So my, my out there suggestion is going to be the Browns are going to win at the AFC North. There's um there's another team in the playoffs this year, right? So could you could you see a situation where the Ravens, Browns and Steelers all make the playoffs? Yes. Because I thought for a while you could see you could argue that a couple of teams from the AFC West could make the playoffs. But when you look at divisions like that with three teams like that like they are really good standard teams. My my only counter to that is that you've got like the East then where you've got the Jets and the Dolphins who are not going to win many games mm. Mm. Uh, could, it could be tough for three teams in one division to get in but it's not it's far from out with the, the realms of possibility you would imagine the Bills and the Patriots both will come in to the playoffs out of that division and from the South Colts Titans maybe Texans maybe hmm that, but I wouldn't say the Titans or Texans are as good as the others in the North. No, we've got. Have you got the Titans? The Titans, I don't. I, I'm not sure are going to be as good as last year. So. No, and you've got Skinny Big Ben, who. Um, <laughs> skinny. Uh, I know it's, it's so relative, but uh, I, I mean, here's me like like I'm calling him fat ever. And, um, I'm not going to say it to his face or his chest, more likely. Whenever, <laughs> if I ever actually met him. Um, but that's 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 my. It's interesting because that would be my prediction is that I would pick the Steelers to take that division. Um, I think they just look. If if Roethlisberger comes back, um, and is most of the player that he was or can be, I think the rest of that team looks pretty well put together. Mm. Uh, to to make a run of things. That would have been my uh, bold prediction, and, and it pains me to say that because the Steelers are my most hated team. I can't. I just, just, I just. There's nothing about them that I that, that makes me like them. I can't. I can't like the Steelers. I can't like Big Ben. But um, yeah, I think they. I think they could be sneaky good this year. They're kind of coming from a pretty low base um, last year as well. Could take a few teams by surprise. I tell you one thing about the Steelers: they were awful to watch in prime time last year. What a horrible experience that was. And they were on for like three weeks in a row as well at one point. I think it's it's painful. So hopefully they're a bit more interesting at least. But like they had a quarterback called Duck last year. I mean what can you say, <laughs> what can you say to that like? And they well, had a and they had a reindeer as well, didn't they? What was his name? Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's it, when you're when you're starting to name three three quarterbacks in one year then something's gone wrong. Uh, yeah. and you 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 know, you're never gonna <laughs> You're going to struggle to, to come back from that. So let's go on on from um, on from teams and maybe players. And I said everyone needs to, to throw out a Hail Mary for some bold prediction. So I'll, I'll go first. Uh, and I've said it uh, to you guys before. I've said it in the, the WhatsApp group. I think my bold prediction is Phil Rivers is going to be in the MVP debate come the end of the season. I think... I think the Colts are going to be good. I think they'll. I think they'll take their division quite easily. Um, I don't know if he's a candidate for for comeback player. I don't. I don't quite know if that. If moving teams counts as a comeback as such. Coming back from mediocrity. Well, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, I, th- I think that. Um, I just. I just think there's a lot of. There's a. There's a potential for them to be really good, and while I don't for an instant think he's going to be the best quarterback in the league, there's always someone always some hipster in the media always has to throw out some left field name and I think that it's going to be Phil Rivers this year is going to get the, the MVP chat they'll fall away as they always do and it'll be left to the real superstars but um, that's that's my bold prediction for the year 
I'm struggling with this. I, I literally didn't know this question was coming, so I'm having, <laughs> having a little think. Do you want me to go first then? Because I do have a bold prediction. Go on. I, I'm going to predict, having just said that the Bills and Patriots will come out of the AFC East, I'm going to predict that the Patriots don't. Uh, Cam Newton gets injured early in the season again, and they're back to their, what's his face, former third, fourth round pick. Stidham. Uh, yeah, that's the one, yeah. And Belichick doesn't have enough in the offense. I still don't think the receivers are particularly good. The running game was okay last year, but no better than that. So I, I, I can, I can see a world where they could be kind of eight and eight comfortably and miss out on the wild card places. Thanks, hmm. I just think it's difficult to see a Belichick team being average. I think that's going to, um, if it's ever going to happen, it's this year because they, like you say, they've got an, a complete unknown, unknown, well, not unknown quantity, but unknown health wise at quarterback. And if any team's been decimated by opt outs for the year. Hmm. What, the last eight, eight players, was it? Yeah, and good players as well, a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough for them to, uh, to do it. But I just, I, I mean, against both Belichick's bold strategy to get you know any time. I, I think if Ke- if Cam Newton's healthy, then they make the playoffs. If he isn't for more than six games, I think they're going to find it difficult. I wonder if they just do something a bit crafty. And I d- it depends how much they like this Stidham guy and what kind of just how competent he is, I guess. But whether they can start to pick and choose the games that they put. Cam Newton out for, you know, if it's, some, if it's something where they could just control the ball and grind out a 21-14 win against the Jets or the Dolphins or whoever it would be, where they do that just to, to minimise the risk. You you possibly pull him from games if you can get ahead, but that's unlikely. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen Bill Belichick in, his ad, in the advert? Uh, I no. saw it without the sound. Oh, he's done a subway advert, it's brilliant, because... Like he's not, you he, he say he's he's not acting. He's just standing there being him. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's really good. I saw a picture of it when he, when they were filming it, and they were like, "Oh my god, Bill Belichick's in Subway advert." And and you're right, the the still was just Bill Belichick eating a Subway sandwich, and I was like, that sounds right up his alley. You know, in the, I I imagine that when they go to him, do you want to do this advert? It's like no, and then they've gone. Do you want to sit on a chair and eat a sandwich? <laughs> go on, yeah, go on then. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just, just as the dude walking down the street with like a, it's blatantly a KFC he's got in his hand. He gets a death stare to throw his uh, chicken away, come back with a sandwich, and then, and uh, again, air quotes for the second time in the episode in a hilarious twist. Uh, Bill Belichick cuts his sleeves off, so he's got the short sleeved uh, look. I guess you have to watch it. Yeah, I was guessing. I'm not sure I get the twist. I, I, know, I think Belichick, it's not a twist. Uh, I, I just think Bel- Belichick's brilliant in it because he just looks exactly like him. He looks as pissed off to be there as you can imagine. Where did the sleeves go? Well, because they just he, fell off, didn't they? Yeah, they just fell off because Belichick never wears sleeves, does he? He's always got his short sleeve oh. hoodie thing on. I just, uh, it's fine. We'll edit, we'll edit just this, the sleeve. We'll, we'll edit this bit out of post production. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. Right, Tom. It's your turn. Bold prediction I, I, for the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a bit of a cop out. I, I, I haven't put nearly enough thought into to this to go crazy. I'm going to guess that Mahomes rushes for more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson. It's going to be my sneaky one because Pat loves to get outside the pocket, and uh, it, it, the tech, the Titans rushing touchdown was amazing, and he loves that dive for the um, pylon, doesn't he? I'm going to go with yeah. I'm going to go with Pat to rush for more touchdowns and Lamar Jackson rushes for touchdowns. He's a, he's, he's a because Lamar doesn't put himself in danger either, and I can't see Lamar Jackson diving for pylons. That's where my logic uh, no, is. But Mahomes is is brave. Yeah. And, um, Did he in the Super Bowl as well? Yeah, he's got he's got uh, his arm is so good that people maybe don't think he could. You know, people underestimate his rushing almost, or to overlook it, or you know, 
whatever it is, but it, it's you know more than he's, competent above he's average. Sneaky good. He's yeah. sneaky good. Yeah, definitely. I'm just having a look. So Mahomes rushed for four touchdowns in his career, apparently. Um, Lamar Jackson's got twelve. So that's a good. That yeah, I'm here for it. Why not? Cool. Right. Okay. Right. My my last hail mary is that uh, someone not called Patrick Mahomes brackets or Chad Henney or Matt Moore is going to throw a touchdown for the Chiefs this year. Oh, I like that. I like that. There's, there's my. I don't know who. Uh, Willie Gay's supposed to be all right with throwing the ball. Yeah. Kelsey's got a cannon on his arm. Have you seen it? Yeah. No, Kelsey I haven't seen it. Re- he can really move the ball down. I mean, it's not all that accurate, but um, <laughs> he can really, really move the ball. And I just wonder if they go kind of down the Don Tarry pull route. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to yeah. throw my real, if I really want to double down, Colin Saunders will do it. Yeah. Oh, can I get assembly for the catch as well? Take him. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. If we if we get uh, Colin Saunders to assembly touchdown this year, <laughs> after, after I failed to predict every single score last season, it'd be unbelievable. I think that would pay for us all to go to Kansas City. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right, let's leave it as that. As they won't even give you odds on that. They will not give you odds on that. They'd give you odds on it, but it'd be like a... Who will give me odds on it? Five, well, you, you can ask Paddy Powers, they'll give you odds on most things, but you'd be looking at 5,000 to 1. Paddypower.com right. You do that, Tom. A fool and his money <laughs> yeah. or uh, what is it, easy part of whatever you, it is. You can go on Twitter and do hashtag what odds Paddy, and they will give on, you odds I'll on stuff. I'll do it stuff. now. Okay, cool. Right. Will do. So, as that as, uh, as, as people on Paddy Power, I don't know if he's up at 10 past 10 on a... <laughs> What's this? Tuesday night. Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Right, we'll finish up. We'll just go quickly through the, the end of season awards and predict some names. So who have you got for MVP? Mahomes. Tom? Yeah, it's got to be Mahomes. If the yeah. Chiefs are winning games, it's Mahomes. So. Yeah, I think I think, uh, I think that um, Mahomes pips Rivers uh, at post. Uh, who have you got for Rookie of the Year? Um, Chase Young at Washington. Ooh. Um, I think it'll be Joe Burrow. I don't. He, he can't, I don't think he's going to win enough games in that division to to do it. Um, he's, in a, he's in a tough. He's in a tough, tough division though. He only. I think he probably only has to look adequate by all accounts to us. He's not. He's not going to start. No one knows if he's fit. And he's not looked as good as everyone wants him to. Um, and we don't know if Justin Herbert is going to start games. Um, Packers. They took a quarterback in the first round yeah he's but start, he's not going to play he's not starting games either so quarterback's always like flashy um, I'm going to go Justin Herbert uh, um, Joe Burrow sorry Joe Burrow so I'm going to go away from the just picking Chiefs players all the time because I did that I did that for my my guests as well uh, I'm going to go CD Lamb um, because I believe that the Cowboys have a relatively easy schedule I feel like Dak Prescott has got something to prove and if they go well I think CD Lamb could have a big year for them. That's what I'm going to go. Good stuff. Good uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Chase Young. Rookie of the Year. Just defense overall player of the Year. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I'm well, someone else go first. Going. Um, I'm just going to go Aaron Donald. It's not going to be too left field. I think he's. Um, I think the Rams are going to be good this year. Uh, I think they're going to win games. I think they're um, definitely going to be chaffing on the door for the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Aaron Donald. As much as I would like to see it uh, come to Kansas City, I think we've got a couple of contenders. Um, Aaron Donald for me. I'm going to go with Nick Bosa at the 49ers. Um, he terrorised us in the Super Bowl, and I think mm. he'll terrorise everybody next season. Uh, and, uh, to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if it was Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl again. Yeah, I think I think you could order. Uh, I was gonna go for the same guys, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah, I I think I'm just gonna echo one of those two because I think, like Neil said, the 49ers are gonna be decent again. It's it's gonna be a team. It's gonna be one of those powerhouse pass rushers, most likely in the NFC that that charges his way to charges his team to the Super Bowl because I think it's going to be very hard especially especially this year for O-linemen especially if there's injuries 
it, the, the sacks could be incredible because the offences are going to be, you'd imagine, all over the place at the start of the year. Defence is supposed to start out quicker, isn't it? So, um, Yeah, the guys that know what they're doing are going to be... Yeah, the guys I, that are already quite settled in their positions are going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a surprise. Let's put it that way. Right. And lastly, for offensive player of the year, if you're going Mahomes for the MVP, can you not? Can you go anywhere else for like offensive player? Do they, of they, they tend to give it to different players, don't they? Yeah, that's what bizarre. I was thinking. That's why I'm asking. So the, yeah, the, the best player overall who is an offensive player doesn't not actually the, the best offensive player. player yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But but yeah. I, I've certainly seen plenty of times in the past where that's differed, um, but I think Mahomes is different gravy. You know, he, he's he's the best player in the league, end of, and it's not particularly close. He's the best offensive player. Yeah, I, I'd agree, but for the sake of being different, I'll go with Russell Wilson. Um, I think the Forty ers will be good. Uh, DK Metcalf in his second year. Yeah, I'd I'll go with Russell. Why not? Uh, just to be uh, different. My my name will be CMC then. I think uh, I can't I can't see him slowing down at all. I think he was next level uh, running yeah, back last unreal. year, and I can I can see him. I can see him going for loads and loads and loads of yards this year. Again. He did that last year though, but if he's doing that on a six and ten team again, I mean they're going to give him the ball because Teddy Bridgewater's not going to going to change your life is he so I'd imagine he's going to see a lot of the ball again mm. but, yeah right um, I think that's us is it I would say so yeah well gentlemen thank you very much for your time and right, uh, thank you thank you to everyone for listening find us on all the social medias uh, Casey Chiefs underscore UK on Twitter, I should know that. I spend half my time on there. <laughs> uh, we're our heads abroad on Facebook. Do the rate, review, subscribe thing, um, and we'll be back next week before the game for a proper preview of Week One against the Texans. And then the intention is to come back as usual every week with our review, preview, um, nonsense, rambling. Uh, exactly. Uh, don't expect levels of preparation any greater than you got tonight. <laughs> um, just, just so people know, we started recording this about half past nine, and the first message about a podcast tonight went out about quarter to nine. So we had about yeah. forty-five minutes to prep. Yeah, I didn't uh, prep. Not gonna lie. No, I don't, no. know if you, don't know if you couldn't tell, but well, I, mean, I, th- I think I think uh, it was both obvious and yet also not a disaster. So it was off the yeah. cuff, you know, yeah. off the sleeve. Oh, oh wow, I see go. what you did there. Right. I see oh. what you did. I'm going to go watch that advert. Right. Mike, quick. Drop. Well, fi- finish on a high. Finish on Mike a high. Drops, <laughs> leave it there. And Tom will tweet out the odds for Colin Saunders to, to assembly, to assembly uh, week 11 versus whoever it is. Stick your mortgage on it and tell him Arrowhead Abroad sent you. Yep. Away at the Raiders. Oh, even better. There we go. <laughs> Top Why trolling. That, that's that's the one. The week that Derek Carr gets benched, even better. <laughs> Fan or week. Doesn't even matter. We could lose the Super Bowl and we've completed the season. Yes. If that happens. Right, I take that back. That's a lie. Right, I'm rambling now. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. Over and out. Cheers, guys. Bye.